bartender, I'll have what they're having. It's time for the Trop 40 number one club with the honorary mayor of Key West and the Florida Keys, Mayor Gonzo Mays. If you're going to survive in this world, you've got to have a set of big balls. Now here's Mayor Gonzo. Hello, all you lovers of island escapism music. Welcome to the Trop 40 Number 1 Club, produced by Tradewinds Media and brought to you by the Trop Rock Radio Network Worldwide Affiliates. A special shout-out to singer-songwriter Jeff Gallagher of the Bubba Beach Band for the show's theme song, Drinking with Gonzo Mays. Now from our cast of musical characters chosen from the exclusive Trop 40 Number 1 Club, it's singer-songwriter Rudy Cox. But first... A message from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All the way from the edge of the universe, once in a blue moon comes a book like no other. It's been written and it's titled, Damn the Carnations, Full Speed Ahead. A book of true, fast-moving, humorous adventures by... Sammy Mays. That's Sammy with an I-E. M-A-Y-S dot com. The author of Pirate Night Before Christmas. It's all right there in the title. Damn the Carnations. Full speed ahead. Voted best read in the Florida Keys. And now, back with Mayor Gonzo. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the uber-talented singer-songwriter, Rudy Cox. Hello, Rudy. Hey, Mayor. Are you talking to me? I am you talking to you, talented? sir. I'm talking to you. You want a piece of meat? <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. Where did hey, you get I'm, the I'm name Rudy Cox? Where did you get the name Rudy? How'd you get that name? Rudy, uh, my father's name was Rudy. And um, you know, so Tommy Junior, oh. and uh, I, I've got a funny other name, but I'll tell you off the air. No, tell us anyway, all. We all want to hear, not oh, just me. No, no, no way. That's 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 for the uh, Rudy Judy. No. <laughs> I get arrested. The only time I ever use that name is when I get arrested. I'm not been arrested. It's all good. So, oh um, man, you're going to keep yeah. me awake at night wondering what the heck that name is. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. So, I guess it is. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, my father was a. Uh, what's the word for it? My, my my father played a little bit of guitar, and as you kind of thought, I guess taught my first chords and that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, but anyways, I'm I'm a junior, and uh, yeah, that's about it. It's it's an old Southern name. It is. Believe it or not. But, well, most most people associate it with um, you know being Spanish. I guess you know, or uh, a lot of Rudolphs, I guess, and stuff like that, and. I don't know. I thought That's you were going to say they associate oh, it with gluttony, Rudy. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I've got. You know, I just have my moments. Like I guess we all have, you know. So, tell me your your past jobs. What what past jobs have you had uh, in your life? Oh, you mean like like the the real professional kind? Of stuff? Real professional oh, wow. kind. Oh man. Well, you know. Um, when I, I actually went to college for music, which is a, which is a wonderful thing and a, and, a, and a horrible thing, because once you get out of college, you've got to figure out what you're going to actually do that, you know, to, to make money. And uh, unless you want to travel, at least, at least when I got out, which was like in like 92. And, uh, and it, it really became, 
one of those things where you go, all right, well, now now what the heck am I going to do? So so I was a carpenter for a long time. I mean, I, I can still do carpentry. I build <laughs> things. And um, it's, it's funny. My wife and I bought our first condo. And, and uh, first thing I said, I was traveling on the road as a musician. But, like, listen – I don't care what you do, okay. I don't care what I do, but but I but I don't want to be sucked in sucked into your uh, your family's construction business, no matter what. I've very adamant about it. Well, five years later, I was I was a painting contractor, and um, you know, so so not only did I dive into the whole painting deal and all that, but we were you know we actually owned the company for about fifteen years, and uh, and now now my day mayor, which is a terrible way to say it, is uh, I estimate construction projects and stuff like that. And, Okay. All right. You got a real job. What's your favorite paint color? My favorite paint color. Mm -hmm. Oh man, worldly gray. Worldly gray. gray. (laughs) I kind of like that. Well, well, it sounds more exciting than it is. I'll I'll tell you that. Um, It's all good though. Well, I like gray. It's like driftwood. You know, I like gray. Listen, we'll paint them all. It doesn't matter. I mean, these days I don't. I, I don't paint, but what the heck, you know. You're all and, time. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and if nothing else, I mean, while while I was doing all that stuff, I was still I was still dreaming about playing music all the time. So, you know. well, what is your all time favorite song? My all time favorite song. Wow, my my all time favorite song is a song by uh, Charlie Dan Charlie Daniels called "Mr. DJ." Okay, I all think right. it kind of was probably not what you expected, but. Uh, you know, it's it's a travel, it's a road song. You know, it's not for driving, whether you're on a boat or in a truck or in a car, and just heading down the road. And uh, you know, but it, there's a real story to it, and uh, which which is pretty important to me. Tell us. So, well, you know, I, I think I think every I think every song has got to have a story. You know, I, I think uh, you know, uh, you've got to select. It's got a certain. I mean, I guess it has a beginning and a middle and an end and whatnot, you know. But it it, it has to tell a story. It's got to tell. It's got to say something, you know. I mean, you know, you you just it just can't be, ooh baby or hey you know hey hey baby whatever. And that's you know what I mean. And then you sing it. It just doesn't make, it doesn't do it for me. So, so Mr. DJ, that is your gasoline yeah. that makes your Jeep go. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's the kind of song where if if I'm driving down the road somewhere. And, uh, you know, you're, uh, I guess I'm always deep in thought, but, um, if it comes on, which, which, you know, rarely ever comes on these, these days, but it, it, it's just the kind of song that, I don't know, brings me somewhere one way or another. So you're in deep thought. What are you thinking about? Uh, you know, you guys, I guess, I guess you guys probably don't listen to the radio much unless you're on it, you know, I mean, or, you know, unless you're involved in it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me. Well, I'd say for me, I, I don't listen to the radio a whole lot unless I'm streaming. You know, there's a there's a there's a two channels I stream. You're on both, you know. But uh, thank you. I uh, yeah, you know, I I think I think I think it's stories. I I think I think in everything I do, I you know, there's a there's a story somewhere. I mean, every every person you meet's got a story one way or another. Um, you know, from a from a from a janitor to you know a banker. So, someone's got a story that got them there or, or kept them there or, you know, and uh, I, I think about that kind of stuff. I, I think about people that I just met or people that I may have met 10 years ago. I wish <laughs> I would have got to know to know better and uh, just figure out a little more about them. I don't know. It's, I, I kind of study people in that respect. 
Yes, I do too. I love to study people. Your favorite shirt that you play in? Is it a Hawaiian shirt? Is it a t-shirt? What's your favorite shirt? Do you have a lucky shirt that you go to the bars and play in? Not anymore. My uh, my wife threw that away. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was, it was a, <laughs> I, I used to, it's funny. I used to play the shirt. There's there's a place in Port Charlotte called uh, Fish and Franks, and it's a it's a it's a it's a fishing store, you know, like a bait store that had been there for I guess it's still there actually. Uh, it's been there for thirty years, forty years, something like that. And uh, you know, it's just a comfortable thing. You know, guys in general like to be comfortable, you know. Uh, I guess there's a stage in your life where you go, you know, when you're younger, you got to look good. And at some point, you know, comfort's a lot more, you know, a lot, a lot more appealing. And then at some, you know, and I guess at some point the table flips again, you want to look good again, you know. But uh, but I would wear this shirt, and, and I think it had just been beat up so badly so many times that uh, she was like, you know, so before you know it, I can't find it, you know, let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, Speaking of your wife trashing your favorite shirt, what's her name? Michelle. Michelle. Her name is Michelle. She's yeah. a lovely lady, you know, by the way. I've seen pictures of her. She's very lovely. Well, thank you. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I'd say something. Um, you know, you, you you play a lot of places, and people know who I am. Now, you know, generally speaking, if, if they book me, they, they know who I am. Mm-hmm. Or if they're coming to a show, they, they'll know who I am. And uh, so a lot of times... Um, She'll get introduced as uh, Mrs. Rudy or something like that, and it drives me nuts because you know, I mean, Michelle is definitely her own person before she's my wife, and that you know, and then she's my wife, you know. But uh, so, so I will introduce her as uh, Michelle, my wife, versus my wife Michelle. I, I, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I really feel it's important to, I don't know, to 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 put that out there. Well, very nice. I look forward to meeting her one day. And I have actually seen you and heard you in person twice. Once at the Angler's Inn in Matlache, Florida, uh, mm-hmm. with Carl and Jeanette, the proprietors. Oh, right. And then again, yeah. maybe it, it help me remember Ragged Ass Saloon or Woody's? No, it no, no, it was, it was actually at the Low Key Tiki. Low Key Tiki. Yeah, yeah, in, in St. James City. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's yeah that's actually where we shot the um, the um, uh, last, last call, call girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sorry, that, uh, last, last call. call well, yeah, well, that's, well, that's funny too. Um, that, that's where we shot the video. And uh, the night you and Harry were there, friends of mine showed they they, they showed up with uh, shirts that said I'm, "I'm your last call girl," and people were willing to buy those shirts off their back, so to speak. And um, you know, it didn't it didn't happen, <laughs> but. Uh, but that, those shirts are probably coming at some point. You know? I'd love to have one. You know, I was I was officially made an, a last call girl by you, Rudy Cox, at the bar. You were. You were. I was. I'm I'm very <laughs> proud to be a call girl. They make or a last call girl rather. Right, right. Well, listen, it's a job. Yeah, it's a job. It, it is a job. and uh, But I want to give a shout-out now to friends of yours and friends of mine, and that is Heather and Dean Schwarz over at the uh-huh. Old Florida Outpost in St. James City. Uh, they they are great. In fact, they were they were just at a show of mine um, at the Old Fish House this, this past weekend. And uh, we, you know, we hung out and talked for a little bit. When, I, when I'm on stage... I'm pretty much, I mean, I look like I'm joking around. I look like I'm, you know, I'm dancing, saying whatever, but I'm pretty focused on, you know, the broader audience, you know. Um, 
you know, I mean, I, I see it as you're in charge of everybody's good time. Hmm. You know, you need to you, you need to have a good time. You know, even if you're not, you sure you certainly don't put that out there. You know, uh, have, have a good time and make sure everybody else is involved and get them going. I think you saw me one other location too Where's at that? the Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Oh yes, yes, uh, right yes. Right after the hurricane. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's we got Dorothy up there, Dorothy Bedlin up there, oh, the yeah. president of the Tampa Bay Pre- uh, Parrothead Club. We got uh, her up there to dance to Last Call, and that was that's a right. lot of fun to make that introduction. And, um, yeah, the Tampa Bay Brewing Company people, they were quite impressed with you. They love your music. Yeah. Uh, that, that, I tell you, that was a lot of fun. In fact, I will be there again uh, October 5th at the West Chase location and then October 6th. In um, in Ybor City, and I've, I've I've never actually been to Ybor City, but Ooh, but I hear it's great. pretty cool. I'm, yes, it I'm, is. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm cigar, drinking. I mean, I I can pick up cigars for you. From- <laughs> I'd love I'd love that. I am drinking a cold beer right now with my Rudy Cox Hugger. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. It's keeping I my. You, I, I don't have any more left, which is which is great. You know, you think about it, it's uh, they all they all went pretty quick. You know, but um. By the time the pit stop parties happen again, well, which is real soon, mm-hmm. I think I'll have all that stuff restocked, and you know it'll be out there, kind of redesigned and whatnot. Ooh, so you got to have some swag. I'm looking forward to that. You do, you do. Yeah, you know, you got, I, I think I think a lot of people will get that stuff just because you know, just to say they were there, even though they may have a thousand koozies. Mm-hmm. Or a thousand bottle holders, you know, it's just one more opportunity to say, you know, hey, this was a good time, and and I recall when I got that. That's right. I got the tattoo. So. That's right. I like T-shirts for that type of memory. Um, when I go on trips throughout the country or out of the country, I will buy a T-shirt mm-hmm. from the location, and then that reminds me yeah. of when I wear it of my, the good time that I had or the bad Absolutely. time that I had. <laughs> I mean, either way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you're either going back or you're not. So you're a bass player, Rudy, not just guitar, and you're not just a singer-songwriter, but you're also a bass player. You're keeping that rhythm going for everyone. Oh, yeah, hold, holding down the bottom, as we call it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I've been a bass player, well, God, it's 35 years or so. And, um, you know, um, it's a different mindset. It's, it's just a different way of looking at music. And uh, the fact that I could actually sing and play bass was, was, I guess, was a pretty cool thing because it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, jug- juggling and skipping at the same time. I don't know, something, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of odd, but it's only odd if you've never done it, you know, and uh, and, and I pretty much grew up. The problem was I wasn't a very good guitar player at 15, so I had no choice. I was like, Here, here's the bass. There's less strings, and they're thicker, you know, so, so, um, so. And frankly, it it just it just latched on to me. You know, as they say, you know, music doesn't choose you. You, uh, you, I'm sorry, you don't choose music. Music chooses you. And I say the same thing for instruments because instruments, you know, instruments, or the right instrument will find you as well. You know, whether you're a guitar player, acoustic player, electric player, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know. Well, you so, know, I love it. Well, and you're all you're fantastic at playing bass. I first saw you play bass at the Parrothead, the Tampa Bay Parrothead Music on the Bay. You were up there playing bass with a band, and I'm going, and I looked, and I was a little confused, and I said, "That's Rudy Cox up there playing bass with." Who were you playing bass with that day? I think I, I, I was playing with Rich McGuire. 
Ooh. Yeah, Rich Rich McGuire, but it was before they became the Cabana Dogs. Yeah, Rich, Rich is a real good friend of mine, and uh, I think Bill Cockrell was even there playing playing drums. I think so. Um, but um, yeah, we're we're all good friends. Sometimes we'll we will put a band together, and I end up being the bass player. Go, I play bass. You know? Cool. I, you- I mean, even, even though he's got the Cabana Dogs, you know. So. It's it's it was it was a great day for music, and I really enjoyed you. Do you play often for Parrothead functions? You know, uh, for the Southwest Florida Parrotheads, I play I play their uh, fourth Thursday of the month, flocking pretty much every month now uh, for the last year or so, and um, I play at other events a lot. Sometimes Sarasota Bay, sometimes for Tampa. Uh, uh, I'm kind of at that stage where. I'm getting ready to kind of branch out to the other places in there, you know, some at least throughout Florida. That's what I'd like to do, anyways. You know, and you know, kind of branch it out from there. So, well, um, mm-hmm. as you know, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you if you're going to be playing any of the pit stops um, coming up here pretty soon for the all the way down to Key West. No? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Out of, out of all the events. Out of all the events that happen all year long, at least for me, anyways, I enjoy the pit stop parties the most. You know, for one, it starts up at Guild Dogs in, in uh, Port Ritchie, and I believe you guys will be there too. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll, I will be doing a set there, and then it's back to Cape Coral, and and I will be playing a set, but I will be also emceeing pretty much the entire day. Uh, I'm going to rope uh, Daryl Planton and uh, maybe T.J. Walsh and a few other people. I'm going to do a little bit of announcing. You know, uh, help me out. <laughs> but uh, and then after that, it's it's uh, Key Largo, and I believe it's Boondogs after that. Boondogs after mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and then um, I think Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday is a full day, as you know. Uh, it's it's uh, I've got this thing at noon. I'm gonna be drinking with some of you. Oh, so, you know uh, what? I was getting ready yeah. to get you. I was gonna get you on that. But you oh, you yeah. corrected yourself and noon. That's right, noon uh, in Old Town Key West on Halloween Day, broad daylight. We're having the Drinking with Gonzo Mays Halloween party, but it's also the weekly Trop Forty Countdown Halloween party. So, uh-huh. and you're going to come. Well, I, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, we yeah, well, we will. Oh, my absolute my pleasure. We we wouldn't miss it. We will be there. And then at four thirty, four twenty, I'm playing someplace else. It's funny because. I'm, I'm not into the whole 420 thing. It's just not my thing. Never did anything for me. But for some reason, I seem to get a lot of gigs right at 420. I don't know. Um, I know what 420 is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do yeah. know it. We can say marijuana yeah. or, you know, over yeah. the airwaves. Yeah. yeah. But you get well, a lot of gigs yeah, on that I mean, day, huh? Well, uh, I get a lot of gigs right at that time of that day. And it's kind of funny because it's not, it's just, it was just never my thing, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, each of their own, you know? Um, right. And, uh, so anyways, after that, some other things are going on, and uh, it's pretty funny. Let's but, play, uh, let's play, Rudy, let's play Last Call in just a minute. I want to set this up. Last Call is your number one, is the song that reached number one in the weekly Trop 40 countdown. And I was elated when it reached number one. Everyone loves this song. It is the anthem to a bar closing down. And it reminds me very much of New Orleans or Key West or San Francisco. Uh, last uh, call. That's, that's you ready great. to hear it? You want, you want oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's play it. <laughs> last call.
Last Call by Rudy Cox. Rudy, that is an amazing hey. song, and it almost was not a song, right? You almost didn't complete Last Call. Why? Why? Um, why? Well, you know, I wrote that song in the San Carlos Lounge in Fort Myers about 1.30 at night after singing for four and a half hours for like $60 in a smoky bar with the loudest guitar players I've ever played with in my entire life. Mm. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't talk. I couldn't <laughs> talk anymore, but I could still say, last call. <laughs> and, and, and someone said, last call back. And I said, last call. Someone, you know, and they answered back, I don't care who you are, I get whatever. Get, you know. And right. yeah, maybe, maybe there's a song there, but 
So I basically went outside, let the other guys who weren't doing anything the whole night write it all out. You know, and I basically wrote it all out, or wrote out ninety percent of it, and um, and I just, and, you know, it just didn't fit what I was going to be doing. I thought, you know, and um, but who knew? You know, who knew? So by accident, more or less, I sent it to Dana Lee, which is from uh, from the music room, and um, a week later he goes, "Cool, man." It's ready to be sung. I'm like, what do you mean ready to be sung? And he's like, uh, come sing it. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I went over, and and he had, he had reprogrammed a lot of stuff and did everything that he that Dana does. And you know, it was and 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 he had he had done some other things to it and whatnot. And uh, it was now now a song. And and he it definitely slanted a little more towards rap rock than I originally was. Mm-hmm. Um, le- less angry, you know what I mean. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And um, I was like, "Wow, there it is!" And and then wow. I, I just wasn't sure that I really, it just wasn't sure that it was the right thing to put out there. And I was like, "Well, fine." Uh, uh, my friend Dave Burke, you know Dave and Gay, sure, talked to Dave, and he's like, "Let's let's put it out there." So we, you know, I think he sent it to Lyle or sent it to Harry, one of the other. I, I can't remember. And within a week, within that first week, it, it, it was a write-in, and it was number one. I was like, "Holy cow!" Wow. Uh, I guess I was wrong. Yes, you were wrong on that one. Now, you, the story of your song should be able to be read aloud without the music and still make sense. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I I had mentioned earlier about the song, Mr. DJ. Okay. If you read that song, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a story, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and although the verses of Last Call don't necessarily work together as a complete story, but separately their stories, and that, that's good enough for me. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It, it, it's coherent. I think on the whole, you should be able to read most things that are that are out there and go, all right, you know, it, it makes sense without having to have the melody help it along. Mm. Rudy, where might people book you? How do they go about this? You know, the best way to book me is either Facebook Messenger or you can go on my website, which is uh, www.rudycox.com. And uh, that's that's the best way to that's the best way to get a hold of me, the best way to see where, where else I'm playing as well. That's a lot of pictures on there and things of that nature. You know. Okay, well, that's my cue to skedaddle, folks. Thanks to my featured guest, number one singer-songwriter, the uber-talented and lovable Rudy Cox. And to each of you for tuning into the Trop 40 Number One Club. You can catch me on weekdays on Facebook and Twitter under the nom de plume, Mayor Gonzo Mays. Have a safe, healthy, and happy week, and I'll catch you in your flip-flops. Bartender, I'll have what they're having. You have been listening to the Trump 40 Number One Club with the honorary mayor of Key West and the Florida Keys, Mayor Gonzo Mays. If you're going to survive in this world, you've got to have a set of big balls. Me and my friends were all excited about returning to the Florida Keys. As soon as we hit town, we was pounding back the browns on the patio at Willa Tees. We had a drunken conversation over frozen libation with a woman named Gonzo Mace. She said, hey now boys, you're talking nothing but noise. We've done it all around this place. We've opened up a visit at the Cast Marina, done hard shots and will a tease. We've all been thrown out of slop, but just forgetting naked and making a scene. 
Shouts at Willatees. We've all been thrown out of slop the jewels for getting naked and making a scene. Before your eyes melt. <laughs> <laughs> 